Hello, dear listener. Welcome back to Immature Themes. My name is Tara, and I'm here to guide you through the themes this month. This is a podcast where my friends and I pick songs we think suit a specific theme that changes each month. Um, A bunch of Irish friends just get together and talk tunes for a little bit. So the songs this month we decided were all about driving. Um, A lot of us are uh, in our 30s and getting our licenses for the very first time, like real adult people. Uh, So there's been a lot of driving going on at the moment. So we wanted to try and think about the best driving songs. And then the back pocket theme also came from me and it would be a song that you would want to listen to while you were doing a polar dip or some sort of winter water run into a cold area because I saw somebody swimming in Lake Ontario and that sort of inspired that. Our buddy Paul Greer is currently traveling at the moment so he has sent me some voice notes um, from his, uh, I think he's in Namibia. So he also included his choices. So those are cut through throughout the episode. As always, I've added the songs to the ever-growing playlist on Spotify that you will find if you search Immature Themes, the playlist. Uh, and if you have any feedback or questions, you can get us at immaturethemes at gmail.com. And that's it. Enjoy the episode. Salon. All right, we're recording. How is everyone doing? Pretty good. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Different group welcoming the triumphant return of uh, Miss McGraw. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and we're minus Greer as he is. Is he still in Botswana? He's in. He's in uh, N- Namibia now. Oh, nice. nice. His last still stop just... before South Africa. But then he's okay. spending a little bit of time in South Africa, right? Well, he, they're going from South Africa to a few other countries, and then he's going to Sri Lanka. And then living his uh, living his best life, this man. Nepal. How long has he been gone now? Since like October, like three months. Two and a half, maybe. Yeah, nice. yeah two and a half, three months. I think he's back in April, May, right? Mid-April, he says. Yeah. Counting down the days. I did tell him I missed him the other day, and he said he missed me too. So I was like, "That's nice. That's nice. That's nice." <laughs> How are you doing, Seb? We missed you the last time too. Yeah, Grant. Just you know, Christmas time, family stuff, trying to fit Mistletoe everything in. Mistletoe and wine. Mistletoe and wine, man. Yeah, had a had a lot of people stay with me over Christmas. Got, Your turkey like, looked two... very delicious. It was good. It was good. It. I thought I had it wrapped up good, but I didn't. And a lot of grease got out of the end of my tray and went in under my tiles in my kitchen almost. Luckily, See, this is what sucks about being a homeowner. Although, actually, I yeah. guess a renter would also have to clean that up. You don't want turkey grease <laughs> yeah. anywhere near anything. You will clean it instantly. So I'm trying to carve everything to clean this. And I'm like calling my dad. I like, Dad, you got to cut the turkey. <laughs> Which was, it's really the man. The man at house should be cutting the turkey. But I had to delegate that. But it was grand. Yeah, had loads of people over at various different times for like two straight weeks. So I didn't really get much of a relaxy taxi. But whatever. I did play Resident Evil 8. I uh, I'm worried that that big massive lady Dimitrescu, like this nine foot vampire, is uh, going to awaken something in me. But we'll see. See how that pans out. But yeah, how are you guys doing? Ah, Grant, you know, much the same. I think as always. Yeah. Take down your Christmas tree. I didn't have a tree. I missed out on the small mm-hmm. ones, but um, no, because I hosted Little Women's Christmas yesterday. I my my garland is still up, but I will take it down today. As and it, it was yesterday delightful. was the the official last day of Christmas was yesterday. Right? Yeah. So. 
Tara had a lovely gathering. It was really oh, yeah. nice. I made a really big Irish oh. stew. It was delicious. She made a, a special stew for the non-beef eaters, which was lovely. Yeah, <laughs> the the special stew for Anya was a roasted chicken breast. <laughs> so, oh, it was yummy! You did it. It was lovely. It was a turmeric and lemon and like yeah, there was bugs. a ginger and like yeah, yeah it was yeah, yummy. It was yeah, it was really good. Jamie Oliver, had a, man, it's just my go-to of yeah. everything. And then we like, had mm. this um, Malteser cheesecake with this oh. chocolate base, and uh, it was well. I kind of ruined it though. I was cutting <laughs> it in the I was cutting it in the dark and like I because we had candles lighting because we were. I don't we're, know how you managed to. Cook. We were burning some stuff. You cut perfect. <laughs> she cut perfect triangles out of this cheesecake, but left the base behind. So base she was just all. moving the like the cheese part. <laughs> Because the base you really had to like into, because but like, like being able, uh, being able to see wouldn't have helped because you can't fucking. But the you can't the base, see the base through the cheese anyway. True, but the base was the yeah, same color as the plate on the bottom, so oh. maybe I would have like, been able. To... Oh, so you served uh, it. You're missing. I think you're missing the base. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, What are you doing? I was like, Oh, okay. We had like the cheese part, and then the base was beside it in another triangle. It was, it was good. It was really I'm, good. I am not mad that there's half a cheesecake in my fridge right now. Deconstructed yeah. cheesecake. It's very. Yeah. I know it was very modern. <laughs> Connor, that sounded like Ricky from Trader Park Boys trying to say you can't see the forest for the cheese or for the trees. You can't see the base <laughs> for the cheese. <laughs> uh, well, I pitched the theme this time around. Both themes, in fact, um, just decided to to do that because. I didn't assign one to you in enough time, I thought. Um, but because I think it's kind of funny that, I mean, not you, Connor, because you're like a grown up that like got his license at a regular time, like all the other people. Um, but I think the rest of the, the the other three of us here are like adult learning drivers. And then a bunch of my other friends that are in their 30s are just getting their licenses. Um, so we're, we're learning the thrill of driving around. Seb, I hear that you've been enjoying it. I drive constantly. Yeah, uh, well, I got my full license quick enough. I we we, we waited ages because everything was locked down here, and you couldn't get lessons. You got it. You know, it's a whole thing here. But I did everything yeah. as quick as possible, so I was sweet, and I drive constantly. I go. My favorite thing is to drive to the Woodies, the hardware store. I just go there, look at stuff, I and thought, drive home. I thought that was your nickname for like a forest. <laughs> the Woodies. <laughs> no. There's a gay bar in PA called Woodies. In fairness, but no. Uh, <clears throat> the tire, I go buy a bag of wood, some coal, bring that home, listen to the radio. Hold on, it's great. Um, Anya just passed her driving test this week. I did. Thursday morning. Thanks very much. Well done. It'll change yeah. your life, especially having a kid. Like, goddamn, have to go places. I was yeah. like, literally, fucking last chance saloon. Like, I was trying not yeah. to be, like, I was trying not to acknowledge how desperate I was to actually pass the fucking <laughs> thing. And I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. I didn't even really tell anyone. I think I mentioned, like, when I failed just before Christmas that I was going to do it at the beginning of January. And I was like, I'm not telling anyone again. I'm not making that mistake. Like I fucking had to walk into work and everyone was like, did you get it? And I was like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> so I got it this time. I was like, well actually done. started crying in the car. I was like, this is such a big moment. <laughs> so, yeah. Because well, I like, failed the my fucking, first one as well. I, fa- I, I deserve to fail my first one. But the second <laughs> well, one, like on Thursday. I don't know. They made you parallel park next to like a monster truck though. It was one of those, you know, the big like Ram fucking, it's yeah. like, it's a Jeep, but then it has like this end that goes forever. And I was Probably so stressed Gregor. out. I just fucking lined myself up against the wing mirror, like yeah, knowing yeah. in my head, this is wrong. Like the physics of this situation don't make sense and continue to just to kind of reverse around. And like, there was a person sitting in the fucking thing and they just drove off. 
and I'm like sitting there half kind of reversed in and I was like looking at the tester going what well, <laughs> I don't know what to do here <laughs> and he was like we'll just keep going and um but the last day like I kind of felt like everything's going really really well until the end when I was like driving in he got me to like front ways drive into a space but I hit the curb at the very last thing I did in the test was hit the curb so he like looked at me and he was like he was like well I can tell you and I thought he was going to say I can tell you you failed just now and uh I was like like then he said I can tell you you passed and I started crying and he was like you passed you passed I was like oh my god oh my god so it was such a fucking roller coaster but now I've got freedom so I probably yeah. will be like driving to Woody's and places as soon as I can. <laughs> I, I love it. I love being able to drive around the city. It's very fun. Like I took Ned to the beach this morning and it was really nice. Oh, Ned geez. is the dog. Yeah, yeah to, uh, because the car share that I use in Toronto, uh, Cherry Beach is out of the zone. So you can't park oh, okay. there. Um, so I go to the beaches, which is nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you use the, the commute? What's it called? Commu- Communo Auto. Yeah. yeah. It's handy having an automatic for... for the city, all right? It's all automatic in Canada as well, isn't it? Well, yeah. some of the, because I've been looking at cars, some powerful. of them are manual, but the ma- vast majority are automatic. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you would buy a manual car here. It, yeah. it's, honestly, Cork City is like, it's because it's all hills and it's yeah. traffic and it's one-way system, like the traffic in the city. And I live in the north side, so I'm up this big-ass hill in traffic, pick up Al, drive home, like, doing that. I would just be neutral for a second. That's all I'd ever mm. be in. Like mm-hmm. that's all the automatic has anyway. I remember um because I drove in Ireland for like a year and a bit before I moved here, and you, to go to Cork City, you'd have to drive through McCroom, and there's that fucker of a hill. Whenever not e- like not even when it's busy, just it's such a busy because they're bypassing it. It's not open yet, but it's so busy. And if there's a market, it's terrible. And I remember being stopped on the hill and like genuinely thinking like I'm gonna have to get out of the car and somebody's gonna have to do it because like I'm not gonna be able to hill start this I did it in the end but I was like so worried like oh yeah Anya you'll (laughs) never have to you'll never have the terror of a hill start I know thank god well I have to do one I did I mastered that for my first test in Ireland it's one of the things I got right but I I don't think I could drive manual now I did my on the other side it's fine like yeah it's, it's, I mean, you get used to it. You're kind of slowing down, gearing down, coming into a corner. You're like, should, do I need to do this? But then you're like, oh, I do, yeah. So I, that's think it's, I think everyone should know how to drive a manual, but I, I do yeah. prefer the automatics. But, but anyway, so the theme is driving songs after that long-winded <laughs> intro. And Connor, you've been doing a lot of driving lately too, so I thought it figure it would work. And Greer used to drive to work all the time. Um, He hasn't been driving much at all, I think, but he's been spending a lot of time in traffic, but... He says they're gonna get rent a car in um, South Africa. Oh so. wow! So maybe we can add on a Greer comment, get him to send us a voice okay. note or something. Hi Tara and everybody else, how are you? Um, sorry I couldn't actually join, but uh, Tara, thanks for suggesting that I might do a voice memo that could be seamlessly uh, edited in. I was unable to join because, well, no Wi-Fi, but I was also on a truck for <coughs> way too long coming out of um, the capital of Namibia, which is called Windhoek, Windhoek. Um, and we uh, were driving, oh, I was good pretty much the full day, and we didn't get going on time because uh, there was something wrong with the truck, we had to change something now and we were waiting for a welder so we got going about three hours later than we should have anyway we got up to Etosha um, 
National Park, which is one of the bigger and more famed, let's say, uh, game reserves in all of Africa. And uh, we got in here, piping hot, fucking, I don't know, it was it was bumpy and kind of annoying because I'm kind of over looking at lions and fucking uh, zebras and everything. So it's fine, but um, that's the last one, I think. But uh, we got in, and the place we were staying had no Wi-Fi, but nonetheless, I didn't get there until after you finished recording. Anyway, so we uh, did another game drive this morning um, and saw less stuff, although we did see some rhino. Um, and then uh, got in to the, well, just the outside the park, and basically the truck broke something else on the truck there at that point, just as we were crawling out of the park. Um, so we pulled into the first sort of campsite lodge place we, we could find, which was thankfully very close, and it's lovely. There's a pool. And they have cheetahs here, and they have cold beer, and fucking, yeah, Wi-Fi, actually, which is the first time in a few days. So, I've been thinking about, I did think briefly about it, and uh, the driving songs, and it's, uh, the first thought is that it's quite apt, because I've been doing a lot of driving, and I think, I actually asked the, the guy there yesterday, or the day before, like, in total in the trip, how long it's going to be, and he reckoned about 16,000 kilometres, which sounds ballpark about right to me, but, yeah, a lot of ground being covered. And especially the last few days, it's been, like, 500 kilometres a day, and that's not, like, nice highway 500 kilometres. That's fucking, you know, decent stretches, early mornings. Um, The initial thoughts to the actual clue, what's it called? Not clue, suggestion, question, theme. Yeah, was just like Tom Petty running down a dream, can't heat, uh, on the road again. No, what's that one called? Going up the country. Then even the doors. Uh, is that Roadhouse Blues? Where he's just like, out on the road, hands on the wheel again. Something I can't remember the lyrics, but you'd know the one. And then uh, I wasn't gonna pick any of them. They're just the first thoughts of kind of classic road car jams whatever and then i was thinking of like what the hell i've been listening to the last week or so and it's that time of year when there's kind of year-end lists and that type of thing so i've been kind of getting into a few of them amongst some old favorites but the pick i actually came up with uh was from um nancy and lee which is nancy sinatra and lee hazelwood and they did an album i think it was in the late 60s back in the day and it's been it's been reissued uh this year and it's uh it's really nice i knew lee hazelwood but i never really listened to any nancy sinatra to be fair um but it's lovely well well polished well produced kind of classic sounding i listened to a full album there on the drive sort of yesterday kind of half asleep and the thing with this national park is that it's it's very dry, it's very, you know, we're coming out of the Kalahari and we're kind of gone north, but it's like equally sort of dry and it's just all sand everywhere and rocks, basically, and kind of, there's trees, but they're kind of, you know, desert-esque, shrubbery, as opposed to trees proper. Anyway, I'm kind of half asleep listening to this album and I'm kind of like going through and there's, there's you know, they do, they do uh, You Lost That Loving Feeling, that's the first song on the album. And honestly, I don't even know if that's the original or who 
actually wrote that. The one song actually before even I thought about it being apt for this um, that I picked out and added to a playlist or whatever was the sand. Uh, the, the song was called Sand. <laughs> and I was thinking about it just now and I was like, oh, that'll be perfect for this. And it's a great tune. Um, and it kind of has this Beach Boys-esque sort of motif or kind of thing going on in the background. Although the vocals are kind of back and forth vocals, call and answer between the two of them. And... Uh, they're pretty upfront in the mix, but you can hear this thing, and it sounds—it almost, you know, Panda Bear, and you know, uh, he would take a lot from the Beach Boys as well. But it could easily be a Panda Bear bit as well, the background little nice bit in there. That would be my pick, Sand, and uh, I would recommend the whole album. Okay, bye. Cons, why don't you go first? Okay, let me pull up my notes here. Um, yeah, this is a good one. You know, I have spent time listening to music while driving a car. I got a lot of um, honorable mentions. Uh, I've got one honorable mention that I'm pretty sure Tara's just going to say, so I won't say it. But when you say it, I'll be like, yeah, I was going to say that. The entire discography of Bruce Springsteen as an honorable mention. An honorable mention, um, of course. But not the song Racing in the Street, which is my... Uh, newest favorite springsteen song i probably have talked about it before it's really good it's about driving cars and that's it's why not you're good... not picking it it's it, no it's on... just not a good driving song <laughs> you know no no like it's a it's a it's about <laughs> driving cars but it's like a fucking piano ballad what you happens know it on? darkness on the edge of town i think oh really fuck well i yeah. guess i've heard it it's um yeah you know it 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 slipped me by loads of times and then it just kind of got uh it sunk its teeth into me there at some point last year um it's really good you know it's the only thing i've written down in the notes is that song to add to the playlist you're not adding the entire mystery or <laughs> the entire bruce springsteen discography no <laughs> um my next honorable mention is uh roadrunner by uh by um, Modern Lovers. Modern Lovers. That's a John good Richmond. one. I didn't even think about that one. Um, it is like probably like the only not macho driving song. The only kind of like punk or weirder song about driving. Um, and it's just very exclusively about driving. And it's really good. Have and you picked all your songs where the songs are about driving? Or are you also saying these are songs that are about driving that are good to drive to? Roadrunners... The Roadrunner is a good song to drive to. It's 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 a, got a very driving. It's both thematically about driving. It's the 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 sound of the music could be described as driving, and it's a great song to drive to. Very good. Um. Okay. And then I was kind of tied for 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 what what to actually pick. Riders on the storm by Ooh. the Doors is my Ooh. final honorable mention. Part of this is like when I was kind of. I've been driving a little bit over the last year, but then kind of prior to that, it had been a good solid, I don't know, how old am I? 10, 15 years where I didn't really drive that uh, you're much. You're older than 10. <laughs> driving, drive myself right out the womb. Um, <laughs> so a lot of like, for me, a lot of driving was like when I was learning to drive and when I was still at home, I was driving my mass car and it had a tape player and I was listening to a lot of 
just whatever I had, whatever was available on tape. So it was kind of a limited selection. But uh, we had Adores, The Greatest Hits. And Riders in the Storm is a good one. Uh, yeah, because it was probably raining everywhere you drove too. I feel like uh-huh, that's a song uh-huh. to listen to in the rain. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a very, yeah. Driving around in the rain, being a weirdo. Checks out. It's all all things I associate with you. (laughs) Exactly. Which brings me to my actual pick, which is L.A. Woman by The Doors, which has not a dissimilar vibe, you know, kind of like both L.A. Woman and Riders in the Storm kind of have this. They're like long songs and they're kind of steady in a way. They've kind of got this like continuous vibe going on. But whereas Riders in the Storm is maybe driving around slowly in the rain, L.A. Woman would be driving at a moderate clip with no precipitation. But yeah, L.A. Woman's great. Just like, you know, makes me want to drive and has a great driving baseline. Is is maybe isn't really about driving is maybe a little bit about driving. I mean, all of your other picks are very literal. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. Drivers on the store. The doors. I'll give it to you straight. What? I'm not a big Doors fan. Yeah. Oh, I like the Doors. Well, I you like know, the Doors. Woman. Yeah. Woman's a great song. I had the double vinyl of uh, weird scenes inside the gold mine, which was kind of like an unofficial greatest hits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, they like got a bootleg the kind of record. thing. No, no, not a bootleg, but it's not like called greatest hits. It's just called oh, weird okay. scenes inside the gold mine, but it's not like an album album. And there was a bit of stuff on that. I just Jim Morrison always annoyed me, and I watched. Val Kilmer's that movie, The Doors of Val Kilmer. To be fair, he looked and acted exactly like him. You can't fault Val Kilmer. I just hated him. And I love Val Kilmer, mind. Just I'm sure if I met Jim Morrison, I would have had to give him the sweet beat down because he's so annoying. And I just couldn't listen to the doors and after that. I was like, do you know what? Fuck this guy, Jim Morrison. Get out of here. That's kind of hard. And I can listen to I can listen to Van Morrison, no problem. I know he's a dick. So I don't know what it is about Jim Morrison. Well, and what in what specific <laughs> Like they're way? related. I like that you said that. Like, <laughs> I like know, it was a dad. I don't know. Just is, he, um, is he just like a fucking hippie dipshit? Like, is it that hippie angle? Hippie dipshit. Just standing up on car doing poetry outside a bar. Pretentious. Top off. Pretentious. Really skinny. Just has no definable shoulders at all. Really that noisy, Well, there was that time he got fat. He did get fat towards yeah. the end. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. At no point did he look like he was, you know, in good sweet shape i guess that that mm-hmm. uh, for the amount he had his top off <laughs> i don't know but i uh, just didn't like him how do you feel I'd about Iggy Pop, though. like being 75 and releasing a new album Love shirtless it. so yeah, that's fine, fine. Okay. yeah don't it's, whatever it's, it is about they, you can either be shirtless or pretentious but you can't be both can't be both <laughs> i feel that's like Pop is probably Pop's. a little bit pretentious that's his vibe like i've never seen Iggy pop with his shirt on ever that's his mo. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be weird if he came out. It's like Burke Kreischer didn't stand up. If he came out with the top on, you'd be like, I'm, I'm but imagine if you pop wearing like an Irish jumper, you know, <laughs> like a bonnie. Yeah, I'd love it. Drinking I bet we can find a picture of that. I would love that. Yeah, uh, Connor, what was the song that you thought that I would say? Well, I'm not going to say it. Wait, you say it. You oh, say it. oh, wow. Why okay. don't you go now? And then yeah, if you don't you go. say, Connor. yeah, I don't okay. want to. I don't want to fucking shit all over your parade. You know. Cool. Mine aren't really literal at all. Uh, one of them, the honorable mention, is just kind of a song that when I uh, was in Ireland for that year and a bit driving around, the one that I associate the most with just driving around like 
like back and forth to Cork and I used to drive around the Ring of Kerry and I used to just sing this at full whack all the time. It was uh, Fleet Foxes, Helplessness Blues, because that's a good, it's like a good long song. There's like different bits, like you can, you know, it's a whole narrative mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. really get lost and and sing along with. So that's my honorable mention. And then when I was driving today, I, I put on a random playlist and um uh, the second this song started playing, I was like, oh, that's a good one. And then like a couple seconds in, I was like, oh, no, this is a walking song. This isn't a driving song. Um, the Verbs, Bittersweet Symphony. Like, uh, no, it's not a good. No, you got to walk. Do you think it's a walking song? Because that's yeah. the video. Is that like. Maybe. And like it just oh, the, yeah. the pace, the pace of it the song. It has a walking well. kind of tempo. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So I was listening to it being like, no, it's not for the car. And then I was thinking, like, I could have thought of other ones that I like to sing along to. But then we would just have a, a, a big list. And then the one that I'm actually going with, which I think is a really great driving song um, and reminds me of the time we were driving and this was playing on the way to Dingle once. And it's um, Fleetwood Max The Chain because that mm. like Ooh. also is long. It like beats up. It gets really like good up tempo and like moves along the, the, the formula one on top gear as well oh formula did it okay yeah. bbc that's right. music for a lot of motorsport yeah oh just yeah, like the you know the the the, the bridge or the outro yeah yeah i didn't realize that but yeah that's my pick i think that's a, a really fun sort of driving along. that's a good one yeah so i'm shocked and appalled meatloaf are you gonna say meatloaf yeah, uh, you fucking texted me like two weeks ago, being like, "Was just listening to Meatloaf while driving around." It's a great driving song. I did say that. I did say what? an album, or was it a song? I don't know. Um, I don't know. No, no, it was I, maybe Dead Ringers. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was, um, and I was listening to that while I was walking. Actually, oh, okay. uh, it was. I'll do anything for love. Like the whole uh, like oh, nine yeah. minute forty oh, seconds, yeah. like yeah. yeah. I like it, it came on Love and it. I was just like I had to listen to the whole thing. I'm like this is amazing, but you'd have to keep driving until that was over. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Well, I would I say almost, yeah. Meatloaf would only have sold about five percent of what he had sold had the automobile never been invented. <laughs> you know, if everyone just had to like walk around listening to Meatloaf, like he would have uh, sold He also had stellar videos. One was like Bram Stoker's Dracula. One was Mad- that was the same one. I think. Yeah. But what about Mad like... Max and Stroke Dracula were the same one? No. No, uh, I do anything for love was the one that looks like Dracula. Yeah. There's one the that castle. looks like Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. That's a concept. Oh yeah. But what about if cars didn't exist and only motorbikes did? I think Meatloaf's career still would have been huge. Oh, he would have sold even more then if that was the case. Yeah. I know. He's been like past a year now. It's weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. COVID, wasn't it? I think or so. Something it's... respiratory. Something respiratory. They never announced apparent, I don't know, allegedly not yeah. into yeah. vaccines. So I don't know. That could have been answered now. If we start yeah. talking about vaccines, are we going to get fucking maybe let's not attacked do that. by the right on <laughs> we'll get, Twitter? We'll get hate mail. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um, sure, people do do whatever you want. True, Seb. How about you go next? All right. Well, honorable mention, but I, I guess you can't put it all on. Is the entire songs for the Deaf album? When that came out, admit it. That's all people had on in the car, and it starts off with the little radio thing. Raven. Yeah, and, and they've then, got radio uh, in between all of us. That's a good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the whole album, unbelievable. My mate yeah. Matt had a Fiesta and uh, had a CD player in that. I think he got like 
it came with a tape player and he saved up and got like a CD player put in it and that was like a big old deal. And we he didn't want to use the just you put the tape into the auxiliary like the rest of us. Like no, I, th- I think he went full. My brother full used to have one of those. Spoiled. And actually, uh, I remember reading this, but I just double checked here. Songs to the Deaf is a loose concept album taking the listener on a drive through the California desert from L.A. to oh. Joshua Tree, putting oh, yeah. into radio stations along the way, such as Banning and Chino Hills. Hmm. Fantastic. So there you go, that whole album. You pick a song out of that, you know, whatever you want. I only listen to Lyric FM when I drive around. I don't really care for really? radio stations. Yes. Well, I always did, in fairness. I, fucking, I know the irony of saying that, given out about pretentiousness from Jim Morrison a minute ago. But, uh, when I worked in the office, I only I hated the modern radio because I always just plays the same five Rihanna songs or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with Rihanna, mine. It's just sure the repetition isn't. gets to me. Just the repetition of it all gets to me, you know? So I used to just listen to Lyric FM because they would do plays and stories and it was just very different. Yeah, See, just Ned's to cut in, I was just in, yeah, the dog. I was just in Shoppers and um, Thriller came on. And I was like, what are you oh, doing? Yeah. Like Mental. radio though. I'm like, it's not even. <laughs> it's January. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> it did make me think of like the people that work there must be driven crazy. It's wild. Is, is um Lyric FM an it's ironic name because they <laughs> typically no, play not, music without lyrics? No, More so than I would say any other radio sorts, station. They? they do all sorts. So when I first yeah. started listening back in the day, I, I used to listen in for JK Ensemble, John Kelly stuff, and the amount of <clears> records <throat> I bought just on stuff I heard from him, you know? crazy stuff like moon you know i never i first heard moon mm. on jacob this is again i know that all these bands became bigger later on right he really puts them on and then sunday nights or in the evenings and the weekends he does the mystery train which my dad always listened to again we listen like, to that over here as well do you it's on the brilliant. afternoon yeah. yeah i just heard someone new on that that i'd never heard before you know so i drive around listening to that and during the day there's 18 in the afternoon and she does all sorts of stuff from musicals classical opera there's Lorcan's classical drive, which is just classical, and then of course JK ensemble. So can't from all take, that, can't take the name Lorcan seriously. I know it's my it's my uh, nephew's name. Is it? Yeah, I love it. He lives in Hong Kong, so it's hard for people to say. So just I got three. Now this one is not on Spotify, and I've checked it. And the name of this, I believe, they're in Austrian or Swiss band. So in English, if you Google this, I think something else will come up. But the name of the band is the Black Dyke Band. But it obviously means Black Fjord, like Dark Fjord, Black Dyke Band. It's a brass band. And they did a cover of Riverdance. And they had an oboe soloist or like a, uh, I guess brass would have been trumpet, sorry. A trumpet solo. Unbelievable. It was like if someone, it's like if you asked King Crimson to do a cover of Riverdance. It was fucking wild. <laughs> it was brilliant. That uh, sounds like it's very much up your street, all right? I really want to hear that. I never realized that the first until Riverdance kicks in, there's actually a load of like there's like they're getting it before they actually kick into the it's fucking wild scales up and down. It's so funny. Go back to the beginning. It was last Sunday. We were sitting around listening, and Riverdance came on. We were laughing because of that scene from Intermission, right? Like. I was like, Riverdance. <laughs> the little fella ding, 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 yeah. doing the dancing. But we listened to all of it and we were just like singing along with the da, 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 da. It was yeah. Riverdance live on Lyric FM. It's brilliant. It's unbelievable. <laughs> honestly. 
So that, you won't find that on there, unfortunately. I did look. There is some uh, Black Dyke Brass Band on there, and they have a couple of covers. They did, but they did a um, show in, I don't know, some New Year's show two years ago. They, they had played around New Year's. That was really good. Uh, the next one is an honorable mention also. it's I just heard it on, also only really some sad stuff. You all know that. A song called Old Note is the new tune from Lisa O'Neill. She's a folk singer from Cavan. I heard on Mystery Train. Mm. Uh it's very, it's just like atmospheric um, synth, maybe like a Hammond B3. I'm not too sure, but you never know these days, do you? And then uh, some violin. And then she's got like some uh, wild lyrics. They're very good. Just about trying to come up with songs or the old kind of Irish method of finding notes around the place. So that's sweet, old note. And I encourage you to look up the lyrics to that. It's really good. And my actual pick is one of my favorite tunes. And You'll know the main bit of it, but when I hummed this even to my uncle, who was like a big classical music fan, he didn't know it straight off the bat. Uh, is Palo- I can never say it correctly. Why don't you hum it? I'll hum it in a minute. With the bit, you'll know. Palazzian dances from Prince Igor. There's a version oh, by the BBC. You know what? Yeah, you'll yeah. know the main bit. The, there's a version on, it will be on Spotify by the BBC Orchestra. It's about 13 minutes long, but Everyone knows the main because it's used in a lot of pop songs. That goes into an insane doom riff, kind of. It goes... It's wild. That goes on for a bit. Then it goes back into the chorus. And then at the end, it's like this wild big bill. It's like, dun, 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 dun. so that's it's insane. I love it. That's some real driving around music. And All legally right, speaking, you're allowed speed if you're listening to that show and as fast as you like. Oh, you are? Is that just in yeah, Ireland now or will I get in trouble? Don't, I'm not too sure. You can just claim that, you know, you're, you're caught up in the moment. Get on the autobahn. That's my pick. <laughs> on the autobahn, yeah. Uh, what about you, Anya? Don't get too excited because... Because I just passed my test on Thursday, like, I don't have any, like, oh, this is what I listen to when I'm driving, because I have no idea what my my driving style of, like, tune is. So, so far, like, because with my, with my instructor, like, he would watch his videos, I think it was in, like, Farsi, he'd be, like, watching, like, news videos and stuff. So that's, like, literally the only thing I've driven While to. While you're driving? Like, yeah. That's not. He's just okay. watching the news. That's some like, bad instructing right there. Yeah. Well, he, he did the he, job. Maybe it's like a real like. Uh... It kind of felt good though because it was like, oh, he's not paying too much attention, but here I am, like, doing it anyway. You know what I mean? So it's we drive like... up to like Briar Hill and do parking up there, and then I would just drive home, and he'd kind of like every once in a while look up, but he'd just be watching his videos. You know? But you're like, paying um, him. That seems crazy. Like when when Steve Albini was recording, I think it was like Cloud Nothings. There was some band and they were like, yeah, he, he was grand, but he kind of spent most of the time playing chess. Um, and he was like, yeah, of with course himself, most, like something like this. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't chess, but something like that. And he was like, yeah, I was like, of course it was. It was trying to like, you know, get, make, make people feel comfortable, make people feel like they weren't being like watched, just kind of get out of the way for a bit. I still know what's yeah. going on. I can jump in if I need to. But like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a it's a zen thing or something i kind of took that from the experience too but it was like funny because 
now I'm like, I I don't know what I would actually listen to. What like it's funny what you're saying because like I was listening to a bunch of like loud classical stuff because I was like thinking of like you know for February like what would the playlist be? What kind of music do I want to have for like the whole birth experience? And I was like something fucking loud. So that's where I came across that. But I was like it's too like this. Yeah. So like my my honorable mentions, some of which I'm I'm going to let you use your own discretion about whether you put them in the playlist or not. Um, because like I was like driving what does like driving what do I think of so like it's a collection of honorable mentions with some facts and one pick and my one pick was a song I only discovered today when I was like looking it up and I was like I had a few things like songs related to like driving like Beth Orton's stolen car I love that song even though it's not really strictly about driving but I think it would be one I would like to listen to driving it's a great song. Uh, the Cars, Drive, another great song. <laughs> Can't believe Connor didn't pick that one. <laughs> Very literal interpretation. It is, it is. But I'm a driver, you know? And uh, But an interesting fact I learned about that is that it is, apparently it was banned from the air by Radio X after the death of Princess Diana in case it upset the British public. Wow. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Interesting. I, I'm um, surprised it didn't fucking ban cars. <laughs> and then this is a really Irish specific mention, but I'm going to go there because it was kind of made me smile earlier on. Like, remember back in like, was it the 90s or like the early noughties when Ireland had that big like safe driving campaign? And like, oh my God, the, the ad. I can picture the Fleetwood ad. Mac, Fleetwood Mac, Man of the World. Like, oh yeah! Love on it. that ad was the first time I heard that song, and it was I had to get distance like a lot of years between the ad and the song before I could actually enjoy the song because it's a really really good song. Every time oh, I yeah. hear it for like years after that, I'd be like, because oh, it's such a horrific ad. Yeah. Um, it wasn't one of the ones where they did like a like a melodramatic cover of it, was it the? No, it's the actual it, tune. The tune it itself is, the actual is quite song, low. Yeah. low. Yeah. The first two yeah. verses are quite, you know, Peter Green stuff always used to get like the Green Man, the last year, the Three Horn Crown stuff. It, it's slow for the first two, then it goes into like a full on like psych tune. It picks up after the first yeah. two verses for like another four minutes. Yeah, it's a good song, but it took a while for, for me to recover from the effectiveness of the Irish Road Safety Authority. <laughs> and then the other one in the same vein, um, which is a song I don't really particularly, I wouldn't particularly go back to listen to is the ad that had Samantha Mumba's Body to Body. That's a fucking mm. terrible ad. Yep. As in, it like was way, it was very graphic. I think it was probably very effective. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine it being the person, do you know what song we should use? Body to Body. <laughs> it, it wasn't, that was the ad where the car shot off the road and like clunk, somebody was against a, fa- oh, a wall. It was, was a girl. the one where people... Seat. Yeah, people yeah. weren't wearing seatbelts. Yeah. And yeah. so and their, they their bodies to body. Yeah. But it was also one of the, there was the couple at the wall. On the wall. Yeah. And then That's there was right. one of them crushed against the, the wall. Yeah. So it was like yeah. a double and it whammy. Was all young people. Yeah. Like teenagers or like whatever youngish people in the car. Like it was very, very literal with the song. But I don't know if I'd have gone back to Samantha Mumba body to body, even if, <laughs> uh, regardless. I actually um, looked her up recently. I was like, do you remember Samantha? I was like, did she have any other shoes? She released loads of stuff. She did, yeah. She had like, on the Wikipedia a... there. She was in the movie, yeah. uh, a zombie film. She was in the time machine. 
she was in Boy Eats Girl. I watched it. It's actually very good. It's a bit of crack, like an Irish zombie mm. movie. Yeah. There you go. Another one last honorable mention that I have is uh, more of a, again, it's like someone who doesn't know, like I was thinking of driving in terms of like as a, you know, literal concept and uh, the Cardigan's Perfect Game because that's a fucking great song and it's a great video and she's driving yeah. in the video. That's a How does that go again? Song. That rings a bell. I don't know if um, I know it though. Is it the... No, that's kind of ball. Does anyone know what's up? Oh, yeah. You know what? You know, you... I think I you know, do. You I'm know. gonna look it up. That's a great song. <laughs> it's called my favorite game. That's why my mm. favorite game. Ah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's the one yeah. I was thinking. Of. That's what I was trying to hum, but it came out fucking. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's kind of what yeah. I was <laughs> They've got a couple <laughs> really good songs. Yeah. yeah, that album. I always liked that album a lot. Oh, the Race and Rewind. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is from the Gran Race Turismo. <laughs> So maybe they're the first one. No, I don't know. The, their album was game, called Grand Turismo. It wasn't like from the the game. Yeah, right? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, and I I oh, thought it was. Fuck. I was like, right. oh, it is all about driving. But... Cool. And then my actual choice is um, PJ Harvey driving. So I just came across that this morning. It's a really good song from um, an album called Four Track. It's a four track release. Oh, I don't 1993. know this no, I didn't know it either, and it's basically kind of like early demos. And she's it's been she's been really... releasing a lot of her demos, like all of the the rough cuts of the full albums are 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 all out. Yeah, it's really really. I'd, I'd recommend listening to it. Like it's just it's very kind of bare bones, but it's very catchy, and it's I think basically just about a woman in a white dress driving away, from presumably a wedding or something. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good song. Man, PJ Harvey right. in the 90s. Right. She fucking rules. I mean, she rules now, but man. <laughs> yeah. Top of her game. Sure was. Did you see her at um that slain? Oh yeah. No. Great. I saw Is her that... at I saw her at Oxygen when she was touring um I like which album would it have been? Cuz I saw her at Oxygen twice or something but she, I remember she was wearing a yellow dress. What she, she, did play, she did play that Slane, didn't she? I don't, she did, I didn't yeah, go yeah. to that. I, I yeah. saw her. It was Feeder, PJ Harvey, then Queens of the Stone Age. Feeder? <laughs> I forgot yeah. about them. <laughs> you went and you got let Slane? Yeah. Did you like Pepper's one? Yeah, I was probably 15 or 16 at that That point. was the summer I was in San Diego. Oh, well, that's fun too. That's why. Yeah. But no, we I saw her play at Oxygen. Light. It was good. At that period in time, me and the lads, we all drank cans of Coors Light because that's what Jonathan Davis had been drinking in that corn DVD that we used to always watch. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, cool. The album with teeth. Two thousand. I remember she released an album called "With Teeth." With that white no, teeth. No, white chalk. White chalk. You know, she's you know. No, so I think it was from Stories from the City, <laughs> Stories from the Sea, which is my favorite album of hers. Right. But that was from two thousand. Yeah. But I would have seen her a few years after that. And then she had uh her, her. So I guess maybe that was the one she was touring. But then I also saw her at Electric Picnic after the White Chalk album because she was she was playing that um what's the thing that you strum, like the that old instrument that like oh yeah Joan like Johnny Cash's wife used to play. 
you know, like the harvest oh, uh, I know the one. Yeah, yeah. Like it's you strum it, but it's like a thingy. Uh, it's not a harp. Not a harp. Oh, it's like, small. It's not an auto harp. Maybe kind it's an auto harp. Like that. Yeah. Or a dulcimer. Something like that. She was playing something like that on stage, and she had like a long sort of like uh, old timey dress on. It was great. And then I saw her in London a couple of years amazing. ago as well. I love her. I love her. I would. And amazing, I saw her here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was thinking of white chocolate. White chocolate was called with teeth. With teeth is <laughs> that nine inch nails album, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to mix that up. Did I come out around the same time? Well, so uh, Anya, you've got a lot of good, um, a, a lot of good jumping off points to try to figure out what really driving music means to you. you know? I think I'm set up. Thanks, guys. You really should be evaluating all of our picks to figure out who's <laughs> right. I feel like there's a bit, there's bits from everyone's. Well, you could just play the taste. playlist the next time you're driving. You can just hit yeah, play exactly. on this section, like <laughs> and go through. So the back pocket theme I was thinking about, and then I stole from, like I said, I was at the dog beach this morning, and it's early January in Canada, and there was a man down to his shorts. It's, it's and early was, January everywhere. That's true. Right. In winter, I mean. <laughs> but there was a man in his shorts about to go into the lake. So, oh. yeah, I was yeah. wondering what song would you listen to to do a polar dip? Either to like psych yourself Sweet up Jesus. or like during or after like what would what would your polar dip tune be? Okay, hey, I'm back. Back packeter. Packeter. Pock packeter. Yeah, so I'm about as far away from a fucking polar dip as you could imagine. Like, I've just been sweating my balls off the last fucking two days. And, well, part of the reason I'm here now and you're there in the winter wonderland. Uh, polar, polar dip and capital of the Great Lakes region. Um, no, the, I, I managed to get off the truck today again, like I was saying earlier, and uh, jumped in a lovely pool here, um, and that was gorgeous. So I did a dip, but it wasn't polar, it was the opposite to polar. So I've been dipping, I've been dipping, but no, no polar dipping. Actually, special mention for double dipping by my ex-tenant, uh, what's his name? Uh, Man-Made Hill, that's the tune. So for the actual pick for this thing, um, yeah, I don't know. I first thought it was Ice Bear by Gowson or something. It's kind of like a half dance tune, but it's pretty fun. And then I thought of, uh, what's that Deftones tune when they're, they're like, the video is like they're on icebergs or floating ice. There's sharks coming and stuff. And they're like, shove it, shove it. Yeah, that one. Um, but that's not the pick either. The other one that had any ice reference in it that I could think of was uh, Clap Your Hands Say Yeah and a fucking lovely tune called In This Home On Ice. Um, and that was always one of my favourite ones of theirs. And they had, I'd say they had like five great tunes and then, you know, a bunch of medium tunes and then some shite ones. And then that was for within two albums back in the day and then they they kind of just ta 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 tatered off tailed off and then I think I saw them years later and it was, I think it was the, maybe it was the front man was the only one still there or something and he was kind of like it, it felt like he was kind of like just still trying to do this thing 
but it was they'd had their they'd had their moment and their you know their heyday they were the cool band there for a minute and it was it was long since done and gone and he's still out there on the road which is a bit tough anyway i haven't heard anything from them for probably eight years so probably is thrown thrown it in throwing the towel in by now but anyway that tune was great and fair play to them um so that one could work if you're about to jump in lake ontario or any other similarly cold body of water that is close to you but it won't be close to me for now or anytime soon hopefully because i decided today that there'll be four seasons and they're going to be spring summer autumn and summer too so that's it bye Talk to you next time. Bye. The only one that came to mind for me was like, I don't know why, I guess maybe because they're Icelandic, but like, like Sigaros as you're like gently going in there, like just something from, I don't know any of their song names because they're all like crazy, but yeah. the album Poppy I always listen Untitled 4. Yeah. Yeah. The album I listen to is always <laughs> the one with the brackets, like, and they're all untitled. Yeah. Like, so, so something from, I feel like the, like something like that slowly you're dipping in. Although, Maybe you want to do a polar dip really quickly. And it's- yeah, slow. Yeah. That also, like, slowly, you're slowly walking into the water and you're like, I think you'd need to just, like, get ramped up, run in, fucking run the fuck out as fast as possible. What would you loud. listen to? I don't know. I have to think about that for a sec because it's just something I never do. You like it? I don't, you like don't, don't want to think stuff. about it at all, really. I don't go into the temperate water, not let alone the fucking <laughs> ice water. I can't swim or shit. Too thick. That's my problem. But uh, I think I, if I was going to, if I was being forced to do it for monetary gain or some other reason, some uh, German terrorists have my family hostage. They got, I got to do the polar dip. Yeah, uh, I don't know if this would be on Spotify, and I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before. But I'd pick uh, "Behind Trees" by Sailboats, all kind of screamo band that later went on to be some of the lads into Loma Prieta, some of the lads into other bands. But uh, mm-hmm. it just starts off with like a like a double snare, a bass, and a snare, and then just straight up. <laughs> so you just scream along it. as you go in and out of the water. It's like, like it's all, like it's like a one, two, three, but it's like, and then in, and so you'd be, you got that little thing, you know what's coming, jump in just as it hits. It's a wild tune. And I, I think I've mentioned this, I must have mentioned this before. I had that on mini disc. My mate gave me a mini disc player with a bunch of like burned mini discs. And the shit that was, this will tell you how long ago, it was like um, the Appleseed cast was on there, you know, just weird other shit like that. Uh, I don't know, that kind of crack. And uh, it, he had sailboats on there, and that's what kind of got me into that side style of screamo. I'd be surprised if that's on Spotify, but could be. Stranger things have happened. Your family would die if it wasn't on Spotify, right? You would have been right, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> have to take You'd be like, I need my mini disc player. <laughs> Do you know what? There will be, like, I'm sure there's an incredible amount of covers of that tune because anytime Loma Prieta play, someone screams, play behind trees. Like, everyone knows that it. it's like fucking Jerome's Dream or something. Everyone remembers these old bands or Merchant Ships, the old emo bands that, like, never went. But everyone knows. Yeah, there's fucking loads. <laughs> but sailboats are not on there. Okay. I encourage well, anyone listening in to check it out on YouTube and you'll become a lifetime fan of them. Uh, I, I've just looked up the band on scrams.fandom.com. 
Yeah, sounds about right. Scrams. <laughs> what came to mind for me uh, was um, the song Losing Feeling by No Age. <laughs> Largely just because of the name. <laughs> You're in a literal mood. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhat literal. Um, I just thought it was funny. It is um, funny. <laughs> but, you know, it's also, uh, you know, uh, classic in the classic no age vein kind of a energetic noisy punk rocker so i'm sure it wouldn't uh it wouldn't hurt if we're being literal i have to change my answer to the song ice bath by the band ice bath it's not real would be cool if it was (laughs) (laughs) i almost started writing it down (laughs) (laughs) mcgraw did you think of one yeah, I think I would go for um, Ennio Morricone from, uh, I've been listening to the theme of the Good, the Bad and the Ugly mm. music quite a bit. I think that would make me feel kind of brave. That would and it's like good and loud. Up. Yeah, it's good and loud. So like run in, run out. Feel a bit hyped. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's mad that people go into the lake. It's... Mm. Because people can do it. I can't do it in the height of summer. It's still cold. No, it depends. If it's hot enough, I'm I'm getting in that lake, like for sure. But... And it's more like, I mean, it's it it lags a little. So like, if you try to go in and like June, June, Oof. it's like a fucking nightmare. Even if it's warm, yeah. Right, but September's um... real nice. Like, yeah. yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Although I know, remember Seb, the time that we went to the islands and you're on the beach, and I've never seen a man unable <laughs> to relax. You just kept being like, what are we doing now? And it's like, we're, we're lying on, like, on the beach. I don't understand. And then we go in the water. Like, How long are we staying in the water? What are we doing next? I'm like, we're just, we're just swimming. Like, what, why do you need me. a schedule? Yeah. I actually liked being in the water, actually, that time. That was good. It was warm enough. I just, uh, I think I'd done a couple edibles, uh, possibly. So I was feeling a little antsy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you couldn't relax. You couldn't relax at all. Like, I was like, have I'm you like never that, been to, to beach, a beach? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not a good beach guy. I just, I don't want, I gotta be doing something else. I think the whole beach thing is kind of challenging if you burn easily. Like, cause that's I it. I need to get in the shade. Don't we like were the in the sand shade. I think me. we were already. Bad. You don't like sand and you're going to. We, we didn't. We were like, we were, we were barely <laughs> in the shade. Like, it's not like there was like a canopy of trees or anything. Fair. And then you're going in the water and you're coming out of the water and it's just a whole sun cream fucking production. It is a whole thing. That is I, true. I, it's better being older than a lot of my friends have kids because we, we went to the beach in Boston. They bring like loads of umbrellas or like a little tent for the beach for the baby. And I'm like, let me in there with that baby. <laughs> it's just room for two. <laughs> I'm baby. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Some good tunes. Got a good driving playlist to to get going. Um, maybe I'll make a separate one of just the driving songs. Maybe that's when I can have Bruce Springsteen's entire catalog. Yeah, minus, send minus. it my way. I mean, listen, if you want some specific for Springsteen songs, I can. Yeah, please. I'll make it. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll make a shareable driving one for us. Yeah, so. people could just, if they do have access to Spotify, they can just go to Bruce Springsteen and hit play all. So Could they? They're free to do that themselves. You don't need to put it in a playlist. Well, so that. <laughs> we don't have it's, to be our, our, our listeners. We know this is for uh, me. <laughs> oh, for yourself. Yeah. Be, you, you, know. <laughs> you can do that too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye, everyone. I'm going to stop recording. Bye. Bye.